Hello, the internet, and welcome to season 109, episode 3 of Your Daily Zeitgeist, yeah. a production of iHeartRadio. This is a podcast where we take a deep dive into America's shared consciousness and say, officially off the top, fuck the Koch brothers and fuck Fox News. It's Wednesday, November 20th, 2019. My name is Jack O'Brien, a.k.a. I want Jack O'B to get me through this impeachment inquiry baby baby, baby. Uh, that is courtesy of the crunch rap supre- supremacy uh, <laughs> and I'm thrilled to be joined as always by my co-host Mr. Miles Gray <clears throat> in honor of uh, the new show 420 Day Fiance all around the world K1 visas flow free who knows how long they go through Pack a fatty bowl and turn on the TV. 52 years old, but she's 20, God bless her soul. I'm just getting high. High, 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 up in the sky. The fiance's immigrating. All the drama they will marry. Okay, there we go. Wow, that is in honor of the new podcast uh, coming out today with Sophia Alexandra. 420 Day Fiance. Check it out. We talk about our favorite reality show, 90 Day Fiance. It's hilarious. It's vulgar. It's insightful. You'll learn about our very pronounced abandonment issues that we bring up every show. Uh, and it's just beautiful. It's so beautiful. please, please. Beautiful thing. I implore you, check it out. Uh, even if you haven't seen the show. And maybe mm. you'll get into it. But it, I'll, here's a warning. The show is trash. So the takes are trash. <laughs> well, we are thrilled to be joined in third seat by the hilarious comedian Steph Tolev. Hello there. Welcome. Hello. Welcome, welcome. Thank welcome, you. Welcome, Canadian. Yes. I was going to say fellow Canadian. I don't know why, like as <laughs> if I was Canadian. But really like Canada that much. Oh, I love Canada. Love it's Canada. Uh, and yes, I was saying, you know, we got we have a lot of Canadian listeners. Good. So they will they will welcome you with open ears. Good. Where are my Torontonians at? A ton. Ton. Okay, good. They're all That's out here. That's what I like. Yeah. That's- I think is Toronto that what it is Torontonian. Yeah, well, yeah. also a lot of people say they're from Toronto, but they're from like Ajax or something. And you probably don't know what Ajax is. It's like so saying I mean, it's, a cleaning it's like saying you're supply. from LA, but you, you actually live in like Anaheim. The OC. Yeah, yeah, exactly. It's I like, get it's that ve- a lot. It's I, very annoying. I've been. That's like one thing that really I don't know why it bugs me, but mm. I guess because they're like, well, geographically, I don't want to say like blah blah blah. I'm like, but are you claiming LA? Right. Like, don't yeah. claim that. You know what I mean? There's yeah, people yeah. like, I'm from Toronto, and then I'm like, oh, where? They're like, well, actually, Sudbury. I'm like, Sudbury's four and a half hours north. Right. Like, that is not <laughs> the same place at all. What's Ajax like? Not good. Yeah. No, not, not a nice place. <laughs> what does it mean? Like, it's, it's just, just kind of like dark, a, dreary? It's like a bingo hall and then a couple of malls. Oh, okay. But the bingo flat. hall I hear is really good. Great bingo One of the hall. Yeah, Delta. I used to work there. I want to brag here for a minute. Oh, you worked at Delta Bingo Hall? I worked at a bingo hall at night. You know what? There you go. The hustle's real. Yeah. It yeah. really, really Wait, is. is it, so is it mostly elderly people? Oh, yeah. At a, it's not at a, a bingo hall? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> at a bingo? I thought you were going to be like in Ajax. You're like, just the concept of a bingo hall. No, mostly no. Elderly? Well, I just, yeah. I didn't, I've never known of a place that is specifically a bingo hall. Like I've heard of oh, right, like like places that doing are bingo, bingo nights. Night, yes, yeah. But okay, yeah. No. Yeah. Uh, it's like Seven Kino. day a week. Seven day a yeah, week was, uh, bingo. A couple of what are the prizes like? Yeah, money. Game. Yeah, Just like money. is it enough to do it seven days a week? To like, Straight I could win cash, fifty bucks homie. or something. Yeah, because you can win like a thousand. Like the, the main oh, because everyone has to buy their sheets, yes, and then yeah. that facilitates. Yep. Mm. Only bingo I do drag bingo at Hamburger Mary's. Oh, oh that's yeah. Fun. Oh, this shit is fun. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Drinking out those legs. Yeah, drinking out. Yeah. Well, I I I've broke too many or spilled too many that they don't serve me the legs there. 
what are the, oh, it's you like drink a leg out of the cup. leg. Yeah, yeah, right. yeah, yeah, yeah. Like the leg from A Christmas Story. Yeah, the yes, leg lamp. The lamp. Yes, mm-hmm. yeah. Leg lamp. Uh, well, Steph, we're going to get to know you a little bit better in a moment. First, we're going to tell our listeners a couple of the things we're talking about today. Uh, we are obviously going to check in with the impeachment inquiry. Good luck uh, talking about impeaching this Specifically, creep. Lieutenant Colonel Vinman and Jennifer Williams' testimony mm-hmm. uh, yesterday. Uh, we're going to check in with uh, the president's health and that hospital story that we talked about uh, on yesterday's episode. Very fine. Very, very chill. Rushed. Very legal. Rushed to the hospital, uh, and there is a former White House physician who's calling bullshit. Oh, uh huh. Make a mess. We are going to check back in. A lot of a lot of follow ups here. We're mm-hmm. going to check back in with Mia Chang, uh, the scammer who was in the State Department. Yeah. Um. She she has fallen on her sword. Uh, and I mean, she, she resigned, but it was like a political statement. Yeah. She was like, don't "Don't let my resignation. I want it to see it as a sign of protest, not of surrender. Uh, and we're going to take a closer look at the Prince Andrew interview, Prince Andrew, who has been associated with Jeffrey Epstein and was accused of various acts and uh, rape i think is what, yeah. is what you would call it and a very t- i don't know why he did this interview Woo! i mean in a way thank you because it's making it even clearer like that you are trash and a, a predator right uh but also wow yeah wow like, i mean it's just like this is why pr people exist is to let Rich people who are in their own little bubble of other rich people know not to do shit or like protect them from themselves. Uh, but his PR person quit two weeks ago in protest because he he insisted on doing this interview. Oh, that's how that's how bad an idea it was, and it went worse than yeah. I think that PR person could have even anticipated. We'll talk about that. Uh, oh, also my AKA that was from just TDZ. AKAs, Trike Hell Gang. Yeah. Thank you for that. Trike one. Gang. Uh, but first, Steph, we like to ask our guests, what is something from your search history that's revealing about who you are? <laughs> it's really embarrassing because I was like, oh, the last thing I searched and I want to. <laughs> it, that's it, why okay. we do it. I, okay. Guy with nutsack head is the last <laughs> thing that I Googled. And this is real. Uh, have you seen this? My friend, what do you mean? Okay, my friend said, <laughs> see this guy with nutsack? Okay, head? my friend said he has like a fat head and if he goes bald, he, he's going to have lines in his head. So I was like, oh, oh, not like the nutsack guy head. This guy, he was, uh, everyone started making memes about him. He has like a very wrinkly. Oh, like Shane Battier. Yeah. Is that? Yeah, uh, Shane okay. Battier. That's like yeah. the same okay. kind of okay. wrinkly head. Yeah. Guy with nutsack head. So that was is like. That a, what's that condition called? What is that called? I, nutsack? I'd say nut nutsack head. Yeah, yeah. nutscalp. Yeah, it's yeah. really, um, it's, then it got like Scrot weird. Scalp? It got weird than this. Uh, a lot of masks of people actually having balls hanging from their chin. It got very right. strange. Yeah, they got very yeah. deep into it, and it was a, all because a long... someone was like, "I'm worried that if I shave my head, I'll have that nutsack head. It'll look no, like a long." No, he said a line in the back of his oh, head. Oh, a I line. Immediately oh, and then you escalated head. it. Yeah, too. I really, right. I went from zero to sixty really quick. Yeah. <laughs> right, right, right. Because I was like, it's hard for he's complaining about being bald. I'm like, it's way harder for women to be bald. Right. Sure. Because very. You can't Societally, societally looked at as being the yeah. thing that can't happen. It can't yeah. happen. That's and for it men. does. And uh, I'm like, at least women wouldn't have that. Right. Yeah. I don't know what is caused sack by head. that. What is sackhead? Do we know what sackhead is? I don't know. I'm sure there are women. Maybe there are women who would have that. But Women uh, with sackhead? That's yeah. upsetting. I think it's like a naturally... I, I I would assume because Shane Battier had it when he was a teenager, right? Like yeah. at Duke. 
Um, Who's is this a, a she's a basketball guy? player. Okay. He's yeah, a sportsman. Yeah, and he He's was a sportsman. He was a sporting man. Yeah, I think my first interaction with you know the little bit of the wrinkles. They oh, say just a light it was wrinkle, maybe Botox. Yeah. It's oh, they just hit his Botox head with a bunch of Botox. Could, oh, interesting. Okay, but I don't know. Yeah. Or, like, let us know. Like, you don't really have a fat head, and then it, like you lose weight and just your scalp. Like that seems. I mean, I'm pretty sure your skull size is fixed unless you're on right. HGH, <laughs> yeah. like Barry Bonds, who's like hat size went like nine sizes larger. Yeah, that's how you oh, know. God. Yeah. Hey, uh, look! If you know about scalp, sculpt, 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 sculpt them, sack sculpt them. Let us know what that is. Yeah. What is? <laughs> yeah, uh, we don't know. What is something you think is underrated? Underrated? I mean, this is gonna sound really bad, and I know people are gonna hate me. Arby's. Mm-mm. People, I, I, all I do is argue with people about Arby's. Uh, this, you know, I'm not. Uh, I, let me let, Talk let that shit, know. Steph. I'm very stupid, so my, I don't know a lot about the news. So don't, don't hate on me. But this is what I think about, and it's Arby's because I, I really <laughs> like. I think about. Honest to God, the curly fries. You're not getting these other places. Right. You're oh, yeah, not getting facts. two sandwiches for five dollars with that kind of nope. meat. And who you're knows not if it's meat? So- it doesn't matter what it, it is. Matter? Wait, does Arby have the meats? Oh, they, they have the meat. They have something with an asterisk. Yeah. I mean, I think it comes out of a clear bag and it dries in the sun. I'm not sure how they make Arby's. <laughs> Steph, right. what's your Arby's order? Two beef and cheddars. Oh my god! And then because they have the Arby's Bless sauce, you. you can help yourself on the sauce. Horsey I love having sauce, the sauce, bro. Horsey I'll sauce and the Arby's shit. sauce. I'm I will. disgusting no, too. I honestly will. I'll look you in your eyes and tell you you're t- you're speaking truth. I right will now. soak in that. That's uh, how. Ah, two beef so and cheddars. There's cheddar sauce, mm. and then you're adding horsey sauce. And to then the you're cheddar adding sauce. sauce. Yeah. Okay. And you're RB. adding an onion bun. What is you're not RB getting sauce? enough onion bun. It's like a lame barbecue sauce. Yeah. It's not. Oh, okay. Yeah. Very it's not, sweet. Yeah. Yeah. I don't mess with the Arby sauce as much. I'm more of a horsey plus my beef and cheddars. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But sometimes mm-hmm. you need that tang. You need the tang. Yeah. You need a little tang. You zip. It's there. funny because the Arby's like have gone not, out of style in LA. So typically when I have it, it's like on a road trip. Yes. And I'm always like, when I'm on the road, I'm like. I'm going to fucking Arby's. Yeah. And my partner, Her Majesty, she'll be like, why are you? No. This People is get very upset. There's yeah. one Arby's in Hollywood. I know about that a one. Yeah, one. Yeah, on yeah, Sunset. That's, yeah, that's a big one. Yeah. It looks like yeah. it's from a different time. What? Oh, I mean, it is. Oh, that it big is. ass yeah, neon yeah, yeah. sign? Hell yeah. Yeah, the big neon hat sign. No, no, they're not changing. They, they're they staying exactly where they are and they're getting the exact same clients. Yeah. Right, right. <laughs> they have not upped their game at all. They need a new, like another Saving Silverman moment. Because Saving Silverman put Arby's kind of back into the zeitgeist. Oh, I didn't even realize. Oh yeah, because they were feeding her like when they when she was their cap captive, they were feeding her like big Montanas and shit. Like that was her like their prisoner food. So is it safe to say that Arby's is the Neil Diamond of the? Mm. Yeah, maybe fast food world. Possibly S- slightly underrated. Mm-hmm. Is Neil Diamond underrated? Uh, yeah, not to he? a certain generation. Yeah, yeah. But he he was brought back into limelight by saving Silverman, right? Yeah, but I think that's what I'm. Yeah, see, Arby's didn't get that same glow up, even when they did Meat Mountain, right? Which I had, delicious. What was Meat Mountain? <laughs> meat Mountain Just was every motherfucking with... meat they made in that place on huh. one sandwich. Yeah, yeah. They, they know what they're doing. Yeah, they're just yeah. putting everything into one thing. Yeah, at yeah. this point, I've everything known some, under one bun. I've known some Arby's diehards, not just Miles, right. uh, before, and they're uh, in terrible. Their health is in terrible. Oh yeah. no, we're all very ill. We're all <laughs> no, very like, sick. No, no, not uh, doing, yeah, my not eyesight has been slowly. Soren, going. No, no, Soren I can't Bowie, hear my left ear. Uh, is a teen heartthrob, and he Soren's a big a, Arby's guy. Big Arby's guy. Loves, loves I knew I love Soren. Yeah, so you can tell it. You know, the devil knows their own. Right. What is something you think is overrated? Uh, again, people are going to hate me. I think TikTok is very overrated. Maybe because I'm too old and I don't understand how to use it. I don't but it's think like that's a 
I don't know. To people in this room, I'm like, yeah. Mm-hmm. I was like, do you guys use TikTok? I feel like it's just like, it's videos just shorter and edited. I don't know. It's like, go see a live show and you'll see something way funnier than that. Yeah, it's just the karaoke aspect and other stuff. Yeah. You know, I think it's become a, a Vine replacement, basically. Because that's what was needed. Because right. Vine for, I mean, man, Vine was tr- cranking out some real funny shit. Um, but it's, I feel like every video on TikTok is just either a weird teen wearing not enough clothes, and I feel very uncomfortable looking at it. I had to delete it, or it's like uh, someone like moving their arm and then they, their clothes change. Right. And I'm like, <laughs> okay. I'm like, I don't know what this. Who is this for? Right. Maybe I just that's not my thing. I don't know. Yeah. There's moments where I see like young kids doing actually kind of funny bits on there, and I'm like, oh, okay. So like, it's funny because. A lot of the the people who are really funny on it that are younger, I'm like, it's interesting to see them really embrace like pure visual irony more, right? Because mm-hmm. it won't be like jokes or right. whatever, like verbal stuff. They'll be like just really funny visual gags, like the Eurostep right. uh, train that you see, like the kids in the gym That's doing the, the Eurostep conga line, yeah, or the one bit where people like pour water like into a cup, like from up high, and like empty the cup there's nothing in there and then when they sit up it's just all over their crotch it's simple but yeah I know at the same time you then other see other stuff and I'm like whoa did I see like a half of an action movie or and the <laughs> other one was like breastfeeding videos yeah, pretending to like, be educational and you're like oh. no, I don't know what that is yeah maybe I'm I think I just don't understand it I did one video I have this shark puppet and uh, it got negative views and I'm like well I, fuck it. I, I, I hate TikTok now. someone came to your house and ripped up the puppet you're like you need, to, you need to leave you need to go back to Canada I'm like yeah okay fair alright yeah the, uh, the Eurostep video though is if people haven't watched it check it out it's so stupid it's all trend. so funny uh, I, don't know. I don't know what the hell you're talking about either. Yeah, yeah. it's okay. another basketball thing for some reason yeah, yeah. we're going basketball okay. heavy okay. hey Toronto though we huh? looked at you Raptors yeah. baby right. yeah. um, king of the north I went to that uh, that big celebration that they had was it lit it was too much. No, it was, there was like people from all over the goddamn world that felt like in this one small area of Toronto and they did not think it was going to be that big. So I was like crammed in a corner and I got a man with shaved arms walked by me and like sliced my arm. And I'm like, I'm leaving. We have to leave <laughs> Sliced your arm with like his, his stubble. His stubble was so gross yeah. and everyone was so gross and so wet and hot. And he just went and I looked down and there's, I swear to God, there's like three little like line marks. I'm like, I'm leaving. I can't do this. Wow. wow. I don't like, like the Raptors this much. Yeah, I was like literally like that. I was like, no, it was like sandpaper. I'm like, no, I'm leaving. Wow. Uh, and then I went to a bar and then right where I was standing, somebody got shot. So I'm really glad I left. Um, somebody got shot at the they, or they, they didn't get hurt though. They, it was like a graze or something. Oh, okay. Wow. But there, there was some open fire. I don't think they talked about that really. Wow. Huh. I kept it under wraps. It's not what I expect from Toronto. I know. Well, they yeah. definitely kept uh, that assault with the man's arm stubble under wraps. I, right. I mean, that was a yeah. bigger deal I think than the shooting. That's point, just, well, that's something I can envision. Like, mm-hmm. Just like even if I film my own cheek hair or something, but an intense version that was so abrasive that you looked and you're like, I have scars. He was a right. very European man too, so that was it was thick. Mm. It's like those were very thick hairs. But clearly, yeah. like yeah. very self conscious about his arm. Oh, very. Hair. His whole body. Yeah. Yeah. He, he had just like got a wax or shaved his whole got body, and it was all coming in. It was all a bit lumpy. It was all a bit rashed. Yeah, it wasn't good. It was, no. uh, you saw, I saw him coming. I'm like, no, no, no. It's don't walk by me. me. No, please, please. Right. <laughs> yeah, it was time to leave. I'm bleeding. Time to go. <laughs> Uh, and finally, what is a myth? What's something people think is true you know to be false? Oh, I thought I read it the the opposite way. Either it way. can be either way. I think Bigfoot is real. Hell <laughs> is yeah. This a First stupid thing? This. Go on. Go off. I, I I don't even know. Like, I just, I think Bigfoot and like the Loch Ness Monster. What, what are we really? Okay, these are, Again, I said I was stupid. We're not out in the woods every minute of the day. We're not. We don't know what's up there. We're not at the top of the mountain hanging out. Oh, I feel like you know yeah. what I mean. We don't know for sure, and I feel like if someone is, 
I know I did a project on Bigfoot when I was in high school, and I found a lot of photos. I mean, it could have been a blurry log that looked <laughs> like two arms, yes, but it looked like a thing. Isn't logic more based off of like when people think of space? We're like, we haven't seen everything, so how can we know everything? And you're like, we haven't seen the whole mountain. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Ninety percent of Canada is uninhabitable. See, that's Not just uninhabited. Yeah. Uninhabitable. Yeah, you can't get up there. By, There's a lot of woods. There's by a lot of normal deep humans, woods. but mm-hmm. a the Bigfoot, the Sasquatch. Mm-hmm. Might be able to do When uh, Chris Crofton was on that claiming that he heard interviews of someone's uncle who had saw a bunch of big feet under a tarp after Mount St. Helens. Yeah. We said the plural is still Bigfoot or Big Feet. I think it would have to be Bigfoots. Bigfoots. Let me, let, me, let me look it up. Bigfoots. Yeah. Bigfoots. See, somebody else believes it. I just feel like it's also fun to think about it. Just that yeah, weird yeah. thing roaming around. I'm I like, mean, that's just silly to me. I. What if he's wearing clothes? You don't know. I'm a skeptic. I'm a skeptic, but I'm also, I'm willing to entertain it most ideas anyway. That's, so I'm more just like, that's yeah, all it is. It's I like, like to hear that. Yeah. I'm, I don't know if I believe it, <laughs> okay. but I like that as a story. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. I just think it's fun to think about. Is big, I'm wrong. Big, it's big feet. It's big feet? Yeah. Oh, okay. you got egg on your face. I um, feel like a fool. You said that with your chest out. Very confident. Wow. Yeah. Um, and his shirt's off for some reason. Oh, it's back on. Okay. <laughs> but is, is Bigfoot popular in Canada? I don't think so. The obsession? No, maybe I feel like a little it's a bit. very like Americans really are all in on that. Yeah, shit. they ride for that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, isn't there a lot of uh, shirts or big foot, foot crossing or Sasquatch? Oh, a lot yeah. of like things yeah. like yep. that. I mean, we yeah. always had a TV show, Harry and the Hendersons. That was a great show. Yeah. I mean, maybe that's also why I want to believe it's real because he was so sweet and nice. Yeah, right. very thoughtful. Very nice guy. Yeah. Helped out. Was John Lithgow not feeling it in the beginning? No, and then he came around. And then he came around. Yeah. Right? That was a movie, right? Yeah, that's the movie. But was it ever a show? I don't know. I feel like at one point, the set used to be at um, Universal Studios, like in the early days of Universal Studios. Um, And like it was a standing set that as if there were, I could be fucking up my whole shit. Anyway, Harry and the Hendersons TV show. Uh, Yes, it was a TV series. Uh, 91 to 93. Oh, wow. Damn. Yeah. A successful TV series. But that didn't have uh, Lithgow in it. The dad was different in that one. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. There's your problem right that's, there. That's why I didn't go for. 10 I think seasons, everybody yeah. will believe it was friggin' Bruce Davison. Uh, I'd also like to say, like, what what can they keep happening? It's like, oh, the neighbor saw him again. Duck down, Bigfoot. Yeah. Like, what? I don't know what. Pretend you're yeah. a stuffed thing. <laughs> yeah. You're right. the mailman now. Put on this suit. Like, how and many episodes? They had seventy two fucking episodes. Wow. You you think there was a drug use one? A Bigfoot Yeah, I mean, like, because, you know, like, a, right. a sitcom a very that went from 91 episode? to 93. Yeah. Where Bigfoot, like, catches a predatory, <laughs> like, neighbor or something who's, like... Smoking pot and or something. And then he starts playing the, the kids program, are smoking he pot. goes to the school. Yeah. But Bigfoot gets high accidentally, yeah. <laughs> like... Oh, yeah, Bigfoot ate someone's, like, magic brownies. Right. No, that's too... That's, like, a 98 plot I mean, line. Bigfoot probably knows all about, like, mushrooms. Oh, hell oh, yeah. yeah. Bigfoot is high as fuck. He's yeah. out there grazing. He probably thinks he's hallucinating the Hendersons. Mm-hmm. Uh, speaking of <laughs> successful, long-running TV shows, Finding Bigfoot is an American television series that ran from 2011 to 2018, uh, where a group of Bigfoot field researchers... Uh, embark on a mission to find the creature uh, and repeatedly come into contact with him, but the camera's never on yep. or, oh, wow. or shooting. Oh, wow. Yeah, yeah, they, yeah. Sounds there's a good. lot of uh, dark footage with like close-ups of people's faces and then go, what was that? Yeah, uh-huh. see, Blair yeah, Witch yeah, yeah, opened yeah, yeah. A, an entire door to bullshit TV shows being like, yo, you hear that? You hear that? What do you mean bullshit? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Let's talk about uh, food waste. Yeah. Uh, Meyer, yeah. the Midwest grocery chain, is doing something kind of cool. Uh, I remember it's spelled Miger, but yep. uh, pronounced Meyer. Oh, wow. Uh, yeah. 
a little little Midwestern wisdom for you there. But basically, customers are going to be able to get like use an app to find out about half-priced food that's like nearing its expiration date. Right. So that Meyer's less likely to you know waste as much food, and people will have food at great prices. Well, yeah, I mean, there's like 18.2 billion dollars worth of waste that goes on in the grocery industry of just Uh shit that doesn't get bought, and they're like, okay. We gotta yeah. throw this shit out. I mean, it's got to, and it's just such a terrible issue. I mean, I know, like in Europe and other places, they're trying to take this a little more seriously. I'm sure in Canada, probably, because this mm-hmm. app that they're using is Canadian-based yeah. technology. Oh, flash, wow, wow, wow. flash um, food, but, yeah. a flash flood. But, but it makes it easy. Like the grocery store can just to the app upload like their inventory of shit that's about to go off, mm. and then people can look in the app. They'll set it aside. You come in, pick it up, boom, 50% off. Oh, that's nice. You're eating good in the neighborhood. Now, this requires some a lot of precision from the born-on-date people. Uh, yeah. Or not born-on-date, the that's you know, a, expiration date. Was that a Bud date. Light thing? Yeah, that's a Bud Light. <laughs> that's the only expiration date I'm familiar with. It's a born-on-date for a beer. Uh, but that's uh, being somebody who's been buying a lot of milk in the past couple of years, there's a lot of milk that you'll just randomly get a batch that's like bad a month before it's supposed to go off. Yeah, yeah. Like really? just, we just had that in the office. Yeah. There was something strange. that was like of weeks away. Yeah. The first pour. I'm sure it's just like a sour coffee. that got really? let out on the, like left out in the warm yeah. or something. It's the same way like when they don't know how to transport beer, like Heineken, you got to keep that shit cold. But right. if it gets like hot and then you re- refrigerate it, the, the flavor goes off. You know, my my hop heads know about this, right? Mm. This thing. Well, maybe Canada is doing something right because we we still have bags of milk. Bags of milk. Yes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Sorry, we never just in these such United a thing. States <laughs> in, in North America. Uh, yeah, sachet, satchel, satchel, satchel yeah. page, satchel milk. Yeah, like liters, like little Wa- liters. A of wine milk. skin of milk. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yep. interesting. Uh, it comes in a leather, like a wine boat. Yeah, like one yeah. of those. Exactly. <laughs> you oh, drink you it out while. Oh, it's very expensive. Yeah, they're forty dollars each. Yeah, no, no, we don't drink a lot of milk. Is like fat content high in Canadian milk? Make it the same, one percent, okay. whatever, two percent skim, same oh, shit. Mm. Loved, I just love fatty milk. Ooh, thick whole milk, milk huh? straight thick, to the heart. Thick milk, man. I mean, that's it's almost worth depriving yourself of whole milk until like for a while, so that you can. Because I like grew up on skim milk and ate that with cereal like every morning. White and water. Then, mm. Oh yeah, I did yeah. too. Same and thing. then when I finally tasted what cereal is supposed to taste like when I ate it with whole milk. <laughs> Woo! I was like, it's like I went to church that day. Yeah. I did, <laughs> man. That was a beautiful thing. Uh, all right, we're gonna take a quick break. Uh, we will be right back. And we're back, and it's time to check in with the impeachment inquiry. Girl, I'm talking about impeaching this creep. Uh, yesterday. Lieutenant Colonel Vinman uh, and Jennifer Williams. Yeah, Mike Pence's aide. Testified. Yeah, they fucking, man. This group of people were both, I, they were on, they were on the, the call. call right. The call, July 25th. Mm. Okay, that's the for everyone who needs a primer, the call in which they're saying uh, the president was really asking President Zelensky of Ukraine to say, I need you to do me a favor. I need you to look into this other shit. Uh, real quick, and then maybe we'll get your aid. Mm. Um, and their testimony was very, I mean, it was, they were, they're basically fact witnesses to this. So uh, the Republicans 
you know, it's a kind of the usual thing. Democrats are asking a lot of pointed questions to sort of illuminate the situation and give context to the sort of level of abuse of power that the pre- president was engaging in. And then the Republicans just shamed themselves trying to smear them. Yeah. Um, and it got, dude, it started off spicy. I loved how uh, it started off. Devin Nunes, the ranking uh, member who uh, for the Republicans on this committee, uh, referred to Lieutenant Colonel Vindman as Mr. Vindman. Um, and just, just listen to this exchange. Mr. Vindman, you testified in your deposition that you did not know the whistleblower. Uh, ranking member, it's uh, Lieutenant Colonel Vindman, please. Uh, Le- Lieutenant Colonel Vindman, Woo! you testified in the deposition mm. that you did not know the, who the whistleblower right, you cut it. was. Devin yeah. Nunes was like, you did not fuck. Yeah. Okay, you passed. You chest passed, chest passed the ball right back to me. I mean, it, it kind of does get at like where the Republicans are coming from because they like Vinman and Jennifer Williams are both kind of the bipartisan uh, career officials who take pride in the fact that they've worked for Democrats and Republicans and like they're just all about duty and service and they're trying to you know pretend that they're just some ordinary schmo yeah partisans and also I think because Lieutenant Colonel Vinman whose family um left Ukraine, I believe, like they were trying to paint this whole dual loyalty thing and smear him. And he later on in during his testimony was like, I was I wanted to clarify that because a lot of people are trying to diminish what my actual service is to this country to try and say that whatever I'm going to testify to could be bullshit or have other kinds of uh, motivations. And so then they continued this sort of line when they started asking of like the Ukrainians had offered him a position as defense minister and they didn't quite fully push it. But you know they did that shit to just try and make him look like well, maybe he got his head turned. I don't know. They offered him pretty. And it's wild how many that? of these people who saw this stuff are just have a vendetta against the president and are oh, all yeah. sleeper sleeper agents. Yeah, and, uh, just yeah. a bunch of Manchurian candidates yeah. waiting for the code word. Huh. Um, and <laughs> then what they also said too was, um, you know, Vinman especially said that when he looked at some of the readouts or like what the White House had released, they said. There was like references to corruption or tackling corruption. And Vin was like, I was on two calls and I never even heard those words uttered. So like these are inaccurate. Wow. So that was another. That's new, right? The the tra- Like I had heard people say that there were little things that were off about the transcripts uh, yeah, to hear or the him- memos. But he is suggesting that like a material part of the president's alibi, which is no, I just I'm worried about corruption in Ukraine. Like, I, don't know, and- I never heard that. Uh, he's saying that that was added at yeah. a later date. Uh, and then then Trump, I think because everybody was begging him to not tweet during this testimony, because last week when Marie Ivanovich was testifying, he basically came at her. He was like, everywhere she goes, she left it as a mess. Look right. at Somalia. Right. Look at this now. And so this time, I guess he's wised up and used the Trump War Room account mm. to tweet this. Alexander Vindman is an unelected bureaucrat who was upset that President Trump was leading foreign policy instead of sticking to Vindman's talking points. He complained that what President Trump said on July 25th call was not in, pre- in the preparation material that I had offered. And then mm. goes on to be like they had serious concerns or whatever. And again, Jim Jordan, I think, was trying to sort of smear him further by being like, well, how come Tim Morrison said he was afraid of you leaking? Dude, Vindman pulls up another thing and goes, here's, here's my evaluation from my direct report, right. Dr. Fiona Hill, that says... I'm the greatest army intelligence officer she's ever worked with. Woo. I'm beyond reproach. Yeah. I'm that dude. Now get the fuck out my face. Yeah. Uh, and it was getting, I mean, I think a lot of people were 
sort of on pins and needles waiting to see just how gross the Republicans would be to try and either paint him as some, you know, it, you know what, what? What's the word I'm looking for? Undercover uh, operative. Yeah, or just had no loyalty. Anti-Trump. Never yeah, Trump. was a spy or some shit. Yeah, uh, and they danced around it. But I'm sure that little bit of mention of this offer of the defense minister gig is going to make its way to like Laura Ingram or one of them later on today, where they'll continue to talk about that. Yeah, and it was uh, it was also revealed that his family uh, that he asked for the military to look at like look into threats being made against his family and they're going to be relocated for their safety. Yeah. Um, so it's because you look at the media apparatus on the right, they're trying to paint this guy as like, look at this guy. Yeah. He's trying to start a coup. Right. They were trying to basically say that Tim Morrison is a bipartisan person and that Vinman is, uh, you know, has a vendetta against Trump, but the, <laughs> Truth is that Vinman has been has worked for multiple administrations and is a respected intelligence officer. And Tim Morrison is a political appointee, right? Uh, who's you know right wing. So that's where that is. How you been keeping up with the impeachment story? That's all I've heard. Boom. <laughs> <laughs> I don't. I told you I'm stupid. I don't. I, I haven't really kept up. Well, with it's that. just. I don't think it's, just, it's a lot. It's a. It's too much. It's too much, and it's a lot. And I can't. I hate Trump. I hate thinking about him. I don't. I don't want to. Yeah. Mm. I know I should. I need to, but it's like I just. No. I hear just, enough comics on stage yapping. I can't. It's yeah. I know. I'm sure everyone. Everyone's got. Like, everyone has a Trump joke. The same Trump, Trump joke. Trump looks like an inside out asshole. I don't know. It's the same fucking. That's, <laughs> right. That's not, not my inside out asshole. Well, have you <laughs> have you ever turned yours like. inside out? No. Before? Yes. Is oh. it bright orange? It yeah. depends. Mm. It's got a few hairs. Uh, so you're gonna love this next story. Okay. Because can't wait. Uh, a former White asshole. House physician <laughs> says Trump. So Trump visited. Walter Reed Hospital last weekend, and it was sort of an unannounced, unplanned visit. And he was like, "Oh, it was part of my, uh, you know, normal phase one, phase of his one physical, of my physical." Said. Okay. Uh, and phase so one. this doctor, who was the White House physician under Obama, expressed concern over his health, uh, skepticism that this was anything other than like an emergency because of some sort of. Uh, problem that he was having, uh, he he dismissed it as absolute balderdash, right. uh, which makes him sound cool. But uh, balder, is a board said, game? It's so a fun game. He yeah. said maybe he had chest pain, maybe he had some neurological. I think he is someone who has some neurological issues, which no one has ever really addressed. Wow. And then later they asked him to elaborate, and this. Physician, who was the White House physician, uh, very recently said he is having trouble word finding when he said United Shush instead of the United States. These are words he can't find them. This is happening over and over again. Comedians joke about it. It's not a joking matter. I think there's a neurological issue that's not being addressed. If he had an MRI of his head over there, I would be very pleased. I think he needs it. So this is something that there's been sort of, you know, people who pay attention to the media have like made this allegation. But I I don't think there's been like an official, you know, uh, doctor who has been like, I mean, maybe there has no doctor was going to in their right mind just be like, I'm going to diagnose this guy through a TV. Right. Most they'll do is like, you know what I'm seeing? It could suggest this. But, you know, because I'm trying to act like ethically, I can't fully be like, yo, something's wrong with this dude's head. Right. Maybe he's just dyslexic, dyslexic. 
I, I think I think I mean, he is, he, and it, he's just slowing. He's just slowing down. I mean, like it's 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 just night and day. Even when he was on the campaign trail to try and be elected, right? Like the speed at which he speaks, the like energy he has. He's an old man. Yeah. He's an old stupid man. Also, I'm still on the phase one. Right. How many yeah. phases this guy have for a physical? I thought you walked in. It took like 20 minutes to do the old in the butt, out of the butt, cough. I mean, at, you, at 70, out. Yeah. like I think there's a lot going a lot on. Of phases. Yeah. That's terrible. Well, last year, his last physical took like almost three hours. Right. Because I think they do an entire <laughs> battery. But again, it was just because of how healthy him? he is, and they were just amazed. They, they were, were like, yeah. this is the healthiest 70-year-old we've ever seen. Uh, yeah, wow. Look at, look at how big and amazing his dick is. Yeah, uh, like it's very it's very best. non-mushroomy. They yeah. had to have no. all, the, all the doctors come I've in. I've never and... thought of his dick till right now, oh, well, <laughs> and that's upsetting. Well, sadly, uh, who was it? Stormy Daniels had to uh, actually describe it in full detail. Oh, did she? Uh, oh, yeah. no, 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 yeah, no. Yeah, she said it was toadstool. So oh, that's where we're at. I think it's covered I mean, in moss. There's something very serious though underlying this though, because you don't just go to the doctor like that. You're rushed right. over because they're also saying like typically if you were to ever go to uh, Walter Reed Medical Center, he would take Marine One helicopter there. But he was like need to take the car. He wanted to go then. Um, so I I don't know. It's I think it's something I I can't imagine. It's some casual shit. Right. Um, yeah, that's what he said. He said that like this, just knowing what he knows about how things proceed although, at the White House. If I was president and I had like a great medical facility at my disposal, I could see myself getting high, going on WebMD once. And I'm like, <laughs> yo, I got to go right now. Yeah. Because oh, yeah. I think everything is wrong. Right. But I don't think this is that president's vibe. Also, no, he also has free health care, probably. He doesn't yeah. pay, so he doesn't give like, a okay. shit. Yeah. Well, I don't I, think I, he's no. ever paid for anything. No. So. no. Uh, one thing that I just wanted to put out there, and we can move on. But I just want, I'm curious if NBC News is officially kind of making a move toward the right. Uh, because in the past couple of weeks, there was their analysis of the extremely damning testimony on the opening day of the impeachment hearings, uh, where they said that it lacked the pizzazz necessary to make people care. Uh, and then there was an opinion piece the same week where they were like, the best way to deal with the monstrous behavior uncovered by Me Too is not to fire the men, um, but just overall. Um, what was their solution? Yeah. Uh, I, no. Yeah, exactly. Don't do yeah. Roll up a newspaper. Yes. I'm just wondering Hold if they're the seeing a strategic space open up between like the what is oh because everything's regarded so as like centrist, both sidesy mainstream media, and now Fox News has completely become a heads up display vision of how Trump sees the world. So it's like maybe they're thinking, well, there's room for somebody to occupy the typical normal right. Right. Um, well, I know like a lot of the candidates are concerned about it because the next debate is being hosted by NBC. Yeah. Like, uh, can y'all look into this toxic culture over there? Yeah. There's, yeah, That that's the other thing is that, I mean, we, they allowed Matt Lauer to, you know, stay on. They refused to release the Weinstein story and actively blocked it. Right. They had Donald Trump on SNL and Jimmy Fallon. So, I mean, maybe they've been doing this all along and yeah. I just wasn't paying attention. Well, they're, I mean, ultimately they're driven by ratings. Right. So I think, one man, when, when you watch some of the coverage, especially when Bloomberg entered the race, yeah. it was, they were like, yeah, yeah, this makes sense. This is good. Right. This is good. Yeah. But that's why you also have to be a little bit aware when you watch any kind of corporate media, too, because there is a there's a certain level of reporting and then their own opinion comes into it to sort of give you a take. But you also have to know where that's coming from. And when you look at a bunch of people on MSNBC who have like come out of all kinds of financial sectors, whatever, the like 
top elites of right. the world. Of course, they're going to have these sort of takes on Bloomberg and things like that. But, mm. you know, yeah. I think it's just uh, you just got to look. That's why I got to listen to this show, man. Right. You know, we're the only people telling you the truth. Yeah. I mean, you know, Bigfoot exists. Yeah. Okay. That's See, the official state of the, the show. A lot of the truth is going here. I do. Eggs and milk, Sasquatch. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> All but the I important mean, stuff. Yeah. Like, even the mainstream, quote unquote, centrist media is reacting to, like, their center is based on both sizing it between, like, what is essentially a centrist uh, democratic side of things. And then like a extremist right wing organization. So they they even end up on the right. So I don't if if they think there's room in there. I, th- I, think I mean, I don't mistaken. mind when you have differing opinions. No, no. For but sure. it's sometimes when they start like platforming, just like, you know, dog whistling racism or trying to like obscure like predatory behavior within the network and things like that. That's when you're like, hold on. What now? Yeah, what are you what doing? the fuck, guys? Let's check in with the Democrats. What's going on? What's going Polls, on over baby. there? Pete Buttigieg is now the front runner, according to the mainstream media. That's how they're in, well in Iowa, right? And that was like, but a single poll came out and said he's the front runner. Yeah, well, it's like I think the Des Moines Register poll, and that's uh, like a very respected. Yeah, poll. yeah, in Iowa, and a lot of people were quick to point out, like when I think two thousand four. Dick Gebhardt was like the number one for the Democrats because right. that was like another time when like no one really had their shit together and knew who the fuck they were going to vote for. Dick Gebhardt. Yeah. Yeah. And that's who was like, and this sort of same time period, that's who's the time, front runner. Yeah. And then for the Republicans, like in Herman 2000, Cain. yeah, it was Herman Cain. Yeah. So, you know, shit changes. But I think really when you look nationally, right, uh, Joe Biden is still by far head and shoulders in the lead. He has 32% in this very specific poll. Then Bernie Sanders. Then Elizabeth Warren was 17%. Uh, but no other candidate pulled in the double digits aside from those three. But he's got a 12-point lead over Sanders nationally. But Bernie's in, in second place, which... Yeah, and you, look, you he can shoot a better jump from, shot than... Right. And, probably, and also doesn't have uh, dated takes on weed. Right. And does just one phase of his physical. He just goes in. Goes in, does <laughs> in the physical. In and out like a fiddler's elbow. Or be like, he's yeah, around look, there. I had a heart attack straight up. Yeah. Okay, I'm being honest. Too much Arby's. Let's keep it moving. I'm getting the hell out of here. Oh man, mm. Arby's. <laughs> but <laughs> I do think about like it. think about how little coverage Sanders gets compared to Buttigieg right now. Buttigieg is getting covered like he is the presumptive favorite because of that poll. Yeah, like he's well. And again, there's so many takes or there's so many pieces being written too about how the panic from the billionaire class is really starting to ramp up. Right, like. You know, we played that one that one dude straight up crying on TV yeah. about his money being possibly taxed and like yeah. this wealth tax happening. So when you look at when you sort They're of take that into the it, wrong guy, yeah, I want to like, give my money away. They shouldn't be allowed to take my money that I sort of extracted, <laughs> even though the government like had provided the infrastructure for me to right. manipulate and then the regulations. Anyway, it doesn't matter. This is my money. So <laughs> I think when you see that too, you, they have to also think of like, well, if who do we pivot to if it's not Biden? Right. And then their their problem, we say this a lot, is like the next two people are both coming for that wealth tax. And, and that I think, doesn't work for them. Yeah. And I think anyone else, it's like it's got to be someone who is going to go a little bit easier. It's like, yeah, let's do like a sort of, you know, ceremonial right. wealth tax or something. Something that right. looks like a nice a ceremonial gesture. wealth tax. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And yeah. then but like, let's let's we'll do it. a lottery where one billionaire every year has to be taxed. Yeah. yeah. And then we then we all put our money together and then we'll pay it. Right. But yeah, I think uh it's, I mean, a lot of people are also sharing that clip of Pete Buttigieg talking to like a bunch of Tea Party people, like in 
uh, I forget how long, maybe 2009 or 10. Right. Uh, when Obama was president. Yeah. I'm um, talking about how he respects their like true their belief. concerns about the yeah, direction they're... of the country, which uh-huh. the Tea Party came out of Obama being president, and they're like, this black guy's doing too much. Yeah. But Basically. anyway. We'll see. I mean, you know, this is the time when you're going to start seeing a lot of the the little attacks and things come out because it's we're getting closer and closer, and we got a debate tonight. Yeah. Uh, so we'll see. There's a whole longer report that we need to do about Buttigieg's past at, at like I think it's McKinsey, uh, which is a consulting firm that is very very closely tied to the CIA and like does a lot of international relations work. That's like shady and like he helped i think i think after his time in the military he was in charge of uh doing like economic development in places where the military was actively like fucking shit up oh, like wow. in iraq and afghanistan which is you know hey that's the american um, to be honest dude that that's someone fit to be president <laughs> of this country uh and you can also hear about that on worst year ever oh yeah they did uh, a whole... robert evans's podcast. yeah 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 let's Pour one out real quick to uh, for Mina Chang. Yeah. She's the State Department official, I guess, who uh, was called out because she was making up most of her resume and using a fake Time magazine cover of herself in to... Just boost her cred, you know? Yeah. It's a story of uh, just straight scamming. Yeah. I mean, we all have... Yeah. yeah. We all have the fake Time Magazine cover on our wall in our office. Well, you have the mirror. Right. That is Time Person of the Year, and you just look right into it. Mm -hmm. Right. "Ah." But (laughs) she was already lying about going to Harvard, all these other things. And when she was being considered for a larger position that needed, like, confirmation, they're like, can we – we need to hear more about some of this stuff we're seeing on this resume. Because I've – I don't – this is a lot of weird stuff. Uh, For example, like, she was saying she was on a humanitarian aid mission to Afghanistan – where apparently no aid was delivered. Hmm. Uh, she also said she had a, a degree in international development from the University of Hawaii, um, but the, uni- the university doesn't even offer that degree. Ooh. Doesn't have a program. See, that's for that. one of those things mm-hmm. you got to fact check. Yeah, you got to do some Google. Is it like googling? Yes. Yeah. Then they even went. Then they they went further and said, "I'm gonna be real with you. We don't even have a Mina Chang like even registered here." Right. Wow. Oh. And then we told we said last time she had a fake UN position. It was the UNESCO cross cultural ambassador. Um, and they're like, the, and UNESCO is like, we have no position like that. God. She also said she won CBS Humanitarian of the Year Women That Soar Award in 2012. And CBS says, we have no award by that name. Right. Wow. I yeah. mean, kind of creative though. Yeah. yeah. I'll give her that. But just think about all the people, like how many officials in the government must just be scammers who know how to use Google. Like, right. Like the good ones. All she, all she, had to do was find real awards that's and find actual uh, colleges that offer that as a major. Putting it's, confidence yeah. in the in the word con job. It's like, really right. not hard to do that. At my first job, I lied and said I had a serving job. You just give your friend's number. You right. tell them change their answering machine, and now uh, you get a job. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, yeah, she worked at this Arby's. I've been a landlord for six people in the city. I <laughs> Yeah, right. <laughs> oh, yeah, <laughs> they rent and pay me by. Like with, uh, no. <laughs> right. <laughs> yeah. Like but those are but, voicemail, see, but those are the ones where we, we know we can get away with you know just mm-hmm. a few we can we can set up we can we can create that fake reality. But I guess they just would assume that she wouldn't make something like that up because you can check it. Like I guess yeah, they, like, they're not going to look into it. Right. Yeah. It's I graduated sort of the top Trump. one class of yeah. Harvard. Yeah. So. Yeah. Wink wink wink. University of Hawaii. No one's going over there. No one's right. checking yeah. on Hawaii. Uh, but apparently uh, it was her worst nightmare, and they did. I mean, 
they even the way she so then she resigned because it got too yeah. hot because yeah. they were like hold on what is this yeah. suddenly oh oh you don't want to be here anymore yeah oh no uh, but she said in from her resignation letter said resigning is the only acceptable moral and ethical option for me at this point mm. um, and then she goes on to say in already difficult times the Department of State is experiencing what I and many believe is the worst and most profound moral crisis confronting career professionals and political appointees in the department's history. Department morale is at its lowest. The professionalism and collegiality, once a hallmark of the U.S. diplomatic service, has all but disappeared. But it's weird. So she's saying, like, I'm getting out because it's too fucked up. Right. But then she later says, I want my resignation to be seen as a sign of protest rather than surrender. Mm-hmm. It's like, you got caught. Well, just yeah. say you got just, caught. Yeah, at this point. Go back to Instagram scamming because you got 44,000. college. Get an actual degree. Yeah. How would college? protest be? She's like, fine. I'll st- protest your I don't know if it's accusations. Or by... this, but then she's talking about how the State Department's so fucked up. Right. A character assassination based solely on innuendo was launched against me attacking my credentials and character. My superiors at the department refused to defend me, stand up for the truth, and allow me to answer the false charges against me. Okay, how about this? She goes to her confirmation hearing. They say, true or false, did you go to Harvard? Right. Uh, um... Well, let me tell my side of the story. Yeah. I could almost it's easy, hear, it's easy, yes or no. I could almost hear the orchestral music swelling up in her mind as she was like delivering that <laughs> that uh, monologue yeah. that you, in already difficult times. Yeah. yeah. Well, you know, you hate to see it. Mm. Uh, but I mean, look, she's got 44,000 followers on Instagram, but can only get 200 likes on a photo. Yeah, I checked some. Oh, yeah. yeah. Okay. Wow. Okay. Okay. Whatever, throw a little okay. shade that way. I think you bought followers. Uh-huh. But hey, look, she had a Christmas album that she put out, so yeah. maybe she'll go back. I to think some. people are fans. I think she has forty four thousand fans from her music career. Yeah. Uh, all right, we're gonna take another quick break. We'll be right back. And we're back. And you guys, Prince Andrew may so this is Queen Elizabeth's son, third son. Uh, may be too honorable, it turns out. Uh, so he was implicated in all the Epstein stuff, uh, was photographed with one of the victims in the Epstein scandal, and was just, you know, specifically called out as somebody who Epstein made underage children have sex with. Uh, and so he went on the BBC on their Newsnight program and was like, I'll I'll tell these people, like what they don't understand is that I'm like incredibly charismatic and believable. And once they see that, they'll, uh, so first clue that he was incorrect about uh, his belief in himself is that the person who has been with him his entire career as his like PR guru, people called it, uh, quit. In protest because he knew that he was going to be so fucked by this interview. They're just like, don't you look, bro, you're guilty. Right. And you're going to look even guiltier in public. Yeah. At least if you don't say anything, people can just have to guess and not know. But I mean, it's God, the way he was handling some of these questions, I was cringing in my body because I could not believe the lack of self-awareness of like the even situation he's in. Yeah, so let's uh, let's listen to a couple clips from the interview where he totally believably uh, defends himself against the charges that are being leveled against him. For the record, is there any way 
you could have had sex with that young woman or any young woman child, trafficked by child, Jeffrey yeah. Epstein in any of his residences? No. Um, and, and, and without putting too fine a point on it, if you're a man, it is a positive act to have sex with somebody. You have to, yeah. have to take some sort of positive action. And so therefore, if you try to forget, it's very difficult to try and forget positive action. I don't understand. And I do not remember anything. I can't, I've racked my brain and thinking, oh, well, when the first allegations, when the allegations came out originally, I went, well, that's a bit strange. I don't remember this. That's and a then bit strange. I've been through it and through it and through it over and over and over again. And no, nothing. Doesn't, uh, never happened. What? I don't, the so logic. Sorry. Wait, he was accused of having sex with a child. Yes. And a, tra a sex trafficking victim. And he thought, that's strange. That would have been positive. Because I don't remember yeah, that. Yeah, that would have been a positive, fun thing that I remembered, and I yeah. can't remember it. So it must not have happened, because I remember all the good times. All yeah. the good times. That's, oh, my God. That's repulsive. Yeah. Isn't that That's incredible. disgusting. Yeah. I can't even. It, it's, but I, that's, wow. It really does show you, again, like, it's the same thing like we're seeing with a lot of these powerful people who are, like, facing, at, like, repercussions all of a sudden. They're, like, almost confused by, like, what right. the deal is, and, like, I don't know. I guess. They need to go to acting classes or something because this is like I mean, he bullshit. needs to go to fucking jail, really. Like, well, right. yeah. I mean, yeah. Overacting <laughs> classes, please. But it's like, are you, that's not an excuse. That's not a... Yeah. Let's hit some other highlights from the interview. He said that if he's guilty of anything, it's being too honorable. Yeah, because I think that, that question came after they're saying like, you knew he was convicted for this shit right. and you still like hung out at his place. Yeah, and he was like, yeah, I had to go and like break up with him, kind of, like end the friendship. Right. So if anything, I was too honorable. And they're like, yeah, but then here you are pictured with him like after that. Yeah. So you didn't end the friendship there. And here you are staying with him again. And here you are on the flight records going to his private island. And uh, yeah, the interviewer has to remind him they're talking about someone who was convicted of repeatedly raping children. Uh, he says, do I regret the fact that Epstein has quite obviously conducted himself in a manner unbecoming? Yes. And the interviewer says, unbecoming? He was a sex offender. And he's like, yeah, uh, right, right. Uh, I'm being polite. I was being polite. But you got to hang out with him just one-on-one. -on -one. He's a real hoot. That's yeah. why I got to break up with this I guy. I mean, it sounds, based on all the people who have been pictured with him, yeah. it sounds like he was a real hoot. Yeah. God also said it. that uh, he stayed at Epstein's house after he was obviously a sex criminal because it was convenient. Uh, he's very he, foggy he no money to stay at a hotel. on most details. Uh, yeah, he can't afford, yeah, he can't afford, he can't afford that. He's, it's a hostel or Epstein's. What am I supposed to yeah. do here? Only has... Hundreds of I'm so of rich, dollars. I don't have a fucking last name. Right. Yeah. How about <laughs> yeah. that? Yeah. How about that? How about that? Uh, he's really foggy on most details of like how he managed to appear in all these pictures with these children, uh, but does remember <sighs> that he couldn't have been uh, raping a woman that night or raping a girl that night because he was at a pizza party with his kids. Right. Yeah, raping those kids. He's that's, really that's, just this is disgusting. I'm, even the thing with his, the sweating. Yeah, do we have a clip? Is that yeah, the thing he, we have a clip of? He's a, one of the victims was saying that she remembers very vividly of him perspiring, like 
and he has, I don't know, this is his defense on why that's not possible. And you profusely sweating, and that she he went laughed. on to have <gasps> bath, there's a, there's possibly... A, there's a slight problem with, 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 with the sweating, um, because uh, I, I have a peculiar medical condition, which is that I don't sweat, um, or I didn't sweat at the time, and oh. that was... Oh, was she? Yes. I didn't sweat at the time, because oh, oh. I... <laughs> I um, had suffered what I would describe as an overdose of adrenaline in the Falklands War when I was shot at, uh, and I simply it, it was it was it was almost impossible for me to, to to sweat, and it's only because I have done a number of things in the recent past that I'm starting to be able to do that again. So I'm afraid to say that that that, that there's a medical condition that says that I didn't do it. So therefore, so therefore, so therefore I didn't do it. Um, it's fucking. Oh my god. Yeah. He... This is repulsive. I can't even... Um, he, he, I, I, first of all, that's not... I don't think that's... It. Where is the medical records on that? That seems very... And especially, like, at that time? You, like, what does that, that mean? It's like, oh, now there I sweat a lot. There was a few weeks where I stopped sweating, but I, I overcame that. Yeah. It's, and it's, now I'm sweating again. Yeah. He... Uh, yeah. The, they... You know, I Googled. I was like, is that... A thing that can like happen. Temporary. Uh, anhydrosis can be genetic. Uh, the queen is not known to have any such condition. Uh, either way, anhydrosis is not consistent with the account Prince Andrew gave during the interview. Mm-hmm. Uh, and his like, his like, uh, 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 like he's like stuttering. Like yeah. it's so fucking obvious. Well, right. this this whole like again, <sighs> especially when you have things like this, it's it. I'm hopefully this reignites more interest or more accountability for what was going on with Jeffrey Epstein. Because clearly this is something much larger than what it is. Um, and when you look at all the people that are implicated, his whole death looks more and more shady. Right. And now the guards that were uh, in the special housing unit where Jeffrey Epstein was, they're being charged now. Stick it to the powerful guys. To the guards. The guards, the minimum wage is this probably. Like, yeah, was is this like their pound of flesh or something? Employees. Uh, yeah, because they falsified their the records because I mean, they were supposed to be watching him every 30 minutes or whatever. Right. And they said they weren't that they were just watching television and like walking around the common area. Yeah. But it seems like it's going, the FBI is looking much deeper into this now. I mean, that's or, so the, they the say chairman that. of the Bureau of prisons says that the FBI is looking into it. She had an exchange with uh, somebody who was investigating it and said, do you concur with the opinion that it was a suicide? And, the uh, Bureau of Prisons director said that was the finding of the coroner. And uh, the examiner said, do you have any evidence to suggest otherwise? And they said, I do not. And then uh, when asked, like, is anybody looking into it? Uh, they said the FBI is involved and they're looking at cr criminal enterprise. But it just all seems like they're just kind of hoping this shit goes away. Well, I mean, it's funny because Senator Kennedy of Louisiana has today also been saying, like, we need to we need to look into this more, too. Yeah. It's just funny because it's one of those things where on both sides are very interested in what is going on with Jeffrey Epstein because it, it I mean, implicates fucking all powerful people all over the world. Right. I think people on the right are very narrowly focused on being like, bring down Bill Clinton. Right. Uh, while most people on the left are like, end this fucking network of powerful predators. Right. Uh, but I think at the, I mean, if there really is this, you'd hope there's if this sustained interest from both political parties to get to the bottom of it, something might come out. But I mean, based on the people that are implicated, you, you, I, I don't know. 
Part mm. of me is very cynical. He's a when sick pig. Let him rot in hell. Yeah. Sorry. Sorry. No, but I mean, like, but if he was killed, right, to protect these other people, oh, I think that's, well, that's, that's that's what is yeah, okay. that's what needs to be found out because when you look at, like, fucking, there's a photo of all these people like at once with him, and you're like, oh my god, like, how yeah. many fucking billions of dollars is that right there? Yeah, I think Bill Gates did it himself personally. Oh, Just boy. went in there. Have you seen that guy jump? Guy that can jump over, can a, jump chair. over a chair. He could yeah. jump into a prison. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Just one pound right in. <laughs> And finally, uh, there's a product from Spotify, Miles, that you came in raving about. Just want to use this. It's the road trip playlist maker, right? Uh, because you know when you drive a lot, I typically just listen to the same four albums on a loop. Yep. And it's very dangerous because when you're familiar with songs and you're familiar with the order, you can get lulled into comfort and you know maybe get a little sleepy at mm-hmm. the wheel sometimes mm. but this is a very very interesting app that's only sadly only available in the United States right now okay Canada I'm sure they will include you soon uh but it's great because what you do is you sort of answer this quiz and then it begins to fully curate a playlist for you based on everything so first you say what's your location and where is your destination so mm. they can figure oh. out how long it's going to take then when you've put in your itinerary then they will say okay it's going to take about this much time how about some more questions? Who are you traveling with? Going solo? You got kids? Pets? Mm. You with your partner? Then you ask, what's your favorite genre for the road trip? Basically pop, hip hop, rap, country, rock, all that stuff. What's your drive vibe? Even <laughs> Which is mellow, sing-alongs, high energy, classic, lovesick, pedal to the metal, or slow ride. Take it easy. Wow. Uh, and then what's your ultimate driving song? And then it'll be like six tracks that it'll suggest based on your past questions to fully kind of okay. pin you. And then from there... It asks what kind of car you're in, mm. SUV, convertible, electric sedan, pickup truck, whatever. Then it fully gives you the whole thing, and boom, you got a fully curated vibe playlist to take on the road. I think it's, I don't know, it's easy. I like, I like the idea of it. Yeah. I used to, yeah. I used to make a lot of CDs back in the day. Right. You know, back, mm-hmm. back in my day, you'd burn a couple discs for the road trip, and that was like your playlist. But part of me, as I get older, uh, I'm just I'll just let Skynet do everything now. Right. I just have given all my consciousness to the digital gods through yeah. these apps. But you know, I'm waiting for the machine learning to make my life better. It already has, man. Make with it every day, man. Yeah. Uh, how do you know where the bird scooters end up? Machine That's true. Learning. That's true. Yeah. What's your favorite album to play on the road? My favorite album to play on the road. I mean, it changes, but... What's uh, one, what's something... Okay, how about this? More specifically, if you feel yourself getting tired and you're driving, is there an album you will play because you'll be like, this shit is going to wake me the fuck up? I'm mostly a playlist, actually. Oh, okay. I got an album. Go? Death from Above, 1979, a Toronto band, You're a Woman, I'm a Machine. That, if you cannot, you can't sleep to that. Yeah. It's like a very amazing... You've seen them? Yeah. They're great. I... I like, uh, I always listen to the Toxicity System of a Down. Mm-hmm. Oh, really? Oh, yes. That's a good one. Yes. I mm. will fucking, sc- yeah. I will scream in the car uh, and usually keep it moving. I also mm. just bought a Crazy Town CD, uh, kind of as a joke, but it turns out I actually like the songs. Crazy I- Town? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> Butterfly. Yes. Great song. It's, that, it's, the, it's the album with that track, but there's a yeah. couple other fun ones on there. Are there other songs? Yeah, yeah. I mean, I only know them because I, I guess I listen to that track, that's that album a lot. What's but- another good Crazy Town song? Oh, I don't even know the name of it now. It's track four. I can't think of the stupid name. Oh, I like that. Track four. Whatever track That's four all you need is, to Yeah, I don't know what it is. Man, remember that when you used to know an album based right. on what number was on the CD? I don't even know, yeah. God, we're old. Man, <laughs> you want to hear all about the Benjamins? That's track number 10 on No Way Out. 
Oh, Fast yeah. track of Death Above, number seven, Little Girl. Victory was a great opening yeah. cut. I still pay attention to what the opening cut is because I feel like that's, it sets a, the that's table. a statement. Well, it also, like, yeah, for artists who really are trying to create an experience through their album, that first song really is important. Mm-hmm. And you're always like, what are you What are you doing here? What are you trying to give me? Mm. Mm. Mm-hmm. Probably Good Kid, Mad City's like, an album that I will listen to all the way through. And Oh, plenty of albums I can listen energy. to, but ones that I can. I when I used to work a lot of raves and I would leave like the venues really late and have to drive like three two hundred miles back to L A or some God. shit. I would be like melting off Red Bull that wasn't working and I would just <laughs> if Surge wasn't there to scream in my ear, <laughs> I might not be here today. Mm. No. Mm-hmm. Uh, well, Steph, it's been a pleasure having you. Uh, where can people find you? Follow you? Um, at Steph Tolev on uh, Instagram, and I think I'm at Step Toilet <laughs> on t- Twitter. I put my name into Wikipedia and it said, did you mean step toilet? I'm like, yes. Sure. Yes, I did. I'm looking into getting the license plate. Um, <laughs> step, just toilet. getting trying cut off pick... in the one-on-one by step toilet is really hilarious. Trying yeah. to picture if that's a toilet that you like step up onto. I think onto, it's like, like the, or if the, it's the like po- a, squatty potty thing. A toilet. That's what I meant, like a step toilet. That I think, I don't know. Yeah. I don't or a know. toilet who, divor- or who marries your divo- divorced parent. Mm-hmm. But I'm also like, um, yeah, I'm also like a gross comedian. So I think there's like potty humor or step toilet. It just made, yeah, it kind of made sense. I kind of like it. Mm-hmm. Actually, I don't kind of like it. I you, really you like love it. it. I fucking Actually, love hold it. Actually, hold the step. fuck on. Hold the fuck uh, on. I love it. And is there a tweet you've been enjoying? Uh, yes. I will pull it up right now. There's a, a comedian and he's from uh, Texas, but he is in um, New York. His name is Martin Urbano. Oh, and love his him. Twitter account is very, very, very funny. He takes like uh, articles of other people, whatever. Yeah, quote yes, yes. Yeah. So it was uh, uh, why Tom Hanks can never play a bad guy, and then he just wrote not talented enough. And it's just I don't <laughs> know why. And he just writes stuff like this all the time. Yeah. Like he, uh, his, his Twitter is very, very funny. So I highly, uh, highly recommend following him. Oh, he's very silly and very parts. funny. That's great. Maybe one day he'll come <laughs> on. If he comes to LA. Yeah. Uh, very funny guy. Miles, where can people find you? Find Let's me. Tweet. You've been enjoying. Find me. Follow me. Twitter, Instagram. Also, got to plug it again. Four twenty day fiance. Get in there. Rate, <laughs> review, subscribe. Okay, it's a whole vibe. Mm. Um, and uh, yeah, a tweet that I like. Uh, let me pull it up. One is from Marcella Arguello. She uh, tweeted. I guess she was on a flight. And somebody had their fucking hair oh, dangling yeah, over yeah, the flight, yeah. the seat, and the hair was covering the TV screen on the airplane seat. And she just tweeted, "Ma'am, who the fuck?" <laughs> over that photo. Um, and then another one from at Rachel Pick. Uh, <laughs> it says, "Uncircumcised? That's one hoodie she can't steal." Right. Because <laughs> women be stealing hoodies. Yeah. Oh my god, I've I have one hoodie that to this day, to this day, you miss oh, it. I man. miss. And also uh, one Arsenal jersey that someone took from me. It was an Alexander Kleb jersey. Very obscure player, but one of my most revered jerseys still. (laughs) I don't know where it is. Mm. R.I.P. that jersey. Uh, Let's see. What do we got? What do we got? Uh, Ivan at Streets Behind tweeted, It's always okay, Boomer, but never are you okay, Boomer. Uh, Dutch Dastardly tweeted that at us. Uh, Jamie Loftus tweeted the Bernard the Elf from the Santa Claus Eat Me Out Challenge. Uh, and, uh, Lee Yon tweeted a man dons armor. The armor protects his vital organs from damage. He climbs into a mech, which encases the armored man. The mech then dons its own set of armor to protect its parts. The armored mech, piloted by a similarly armored man, 
picks up something with its hand. A sword. Uh, okay. That's, <laughs> <laughs> That's a lot of characters. Wow. Yeah, that is. I was feeling that one. Uh, and then somebody tweeted, gun to your head, Biden or Buttigieg? And David Cross uh, tweeted, I'm assuming I put the gun to my own head. Wow. Ow. Mm-hmm. Wowie. Mm-hmm. Uh, can he say that? Uh, you can find me on Twitter at Jack underscore O'Brien. You can find us on Twitter at Daily Zeitgeist. We're at The Daily Zeitgeist on Instagram. We have a Facebook fan page and a website, dailyzeitgeist.com, where we post our episodes and our footnotes, where we link off to the information that we talked about in today's episode, as well as the song we write out on Miles. What's that going to be today? Uh, this is going to be a track from Clarence Clarity, who is like a, I don't know, like, I guess alternative R&B producer, singer, songwriter. Um, And this track's called Cancer in the Water. And it's just, I don't know, it's very, it sounds like what you would think alternative R&B kind of is. And, you know, shout out to Lincoln. Sounds dope. The Daily Zeitgeist is a production of iHeartRadio. For more podcasts from iHeartRadio, visit the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever fine podcasts are given away for free. That is going to do it for today. We'll be back this afternoon talking about whatever is trending at that point, uh, and then tomorrow with another whole podcast. We'll talk to you guys then. Bye. 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 Bye.